This is Annie Stevens-Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Greetings and good evening. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for individuals and families, which can be found on page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Our reading from the daily office is Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 21. Now let us begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction, and there are many who take it. For the gate is narrow and the road is hard that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorns or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will know them by their fruits." Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only one who does the will of my Father in heaven. The Gospel of our Lord. Good evening again. Now, leading up to today's reading, Jesus offers us some really down-to-earth good advice. With regard to judging others, Jesus implores us, just don't do it. And there is a direct benefit to this no-action alternative. So that you may not be judged, we are told. Forewarned is forearmed. If only we could see ourselves as others do, we might be more forgiving and giving. Jesus admonishes the judgmental. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? A log? If I had a log in my eye, I would not be able to see very well. Ah, especially well enough to see a small speck in my neighbor's eye. Having a log in one's own eye distorts everything really blinding. In order to actually see a lumbersome object in my own eye requires looking in a mirror. And what or who can we see? 
Do we look admiringly at ourselves as did Narcissus, who gazed at and fell in love with his own self? Just before today's reading, Jesus implores us to follow the golden rule at all times and in all places. In everything, do to others as you would have them do to you, Jesus. Pithy command captures the essence of the law and the prophets. It is best to turn a blind eye of judgment towards my neighbor to better understand their predicament, to see it through the eye of love instead. You know, and that ought to be our default operating mode. Jesus invites us to ask, search, and knock. Ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you, Jesus advises. Asking, searching, and knocking are things done by wayfarers. We are all on a journey. Jesus encourages us to pray on the way, to ask for directions, to be in a conversation, to follow the hard road, not the easy one. I offer that living life can be hard enough as it is, which paradoxically becomes richer for practicing sacrificial love, a life of seeing beyond and outside of ourselves, the other. Remember that Narcissus admired the reflection of himself so much that he not only neglected others, but also neglected eating or sleeping to die alone, not loving anyone and not being loved. The other way to go is by letting go, letting God. Jesus compares and contrasts, elaborating, I think, very effectively, that many follow a wide and easy, well-traveled road through a wide gate leading to destruction. But to my way of thinking, I imagine it to be a case of self-destruction, with eyes wide shut, blindly following or allowing oneself to be carried along with crowds immersed in mass phenomena such as misdirected political polarization, consumer culture on steroids. Beware of false prophets, Jesus warns us. Do we not allow ourselves to be misled, to be driven, but on a road to nowhere? Nowhere empty people on a road leading to Nowheresville? Fruitless? You know, it's really all about the communities we hang out with. Jesus observes those on the road less traveled by are known by the fruit they bear. Good fruit, not bad fruit. Now, Jesus says this, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Gosh, I don't know, but perhaps that could be a good thing? After all, life in and of itself is a bit of a fire. But as it is with prairie fires, new life comes from the burning, renewal, restoration, 
resurrection. It seems we are not meant for, nor intended for, an automatically rich, rewarding life. Paradise, if you will. We're not meant to get that without a struggle and suffering and not without some kind of assistance. By being born and being human, we are by design intended to be travelers in our adventure called life. We are explorers, each of us meant to find our way, with help, of course, to be born, to live, and in doing so, learn. Jesus is our example. Jesus was also born as a helpless human baby who grew up and learned as well. Jesus also followed a road, a road to transformation. By doing so, Jesus paved that road for us, a road to renewal, restoration, and resurrection, a road of transformative love. Now, that kind of road does not seem very narrow at all, does it? Amen. And now a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants, for Jesus' sake. For the same God who said, out of darkness let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us, to give the light the revelation, the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And now let us say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now the colic for proper 21. O God, you declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us now take some time pausing our worship together, if you need to do that, to offer up our prayers of intercession, thanksgiving, and praise for the world, for the church, and for our national life, for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, in particular for those who are suffering and those who have died. And now let us pray the collect for the human family, which is found on page 815 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love. 
and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time all nations, all peoples of the earth, the one human family may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray the Colic for Social Order and Social Justice on page 823. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart and especially the hearts of the people of this land that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now let us pray the concluding collect from page 139 of the prayer book. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now let us go in peace, hope, and joy to love and serve our God. In the name of our teacher and Savior, Jesus. Mm.